when you are listening to this, we are planning to release this episode around Valentine's Day. But at this very moment that we are recording, our first three episodes are already live on Spotify mm-hmm. and Apple. Yee! We did it. We did it. We are so excited. Most of all, we're just like excited that we did the thing. But to everybody listening, I know it's our little community, but thank you. It means mm-hmm. the freaking world. It really, it really means does. The world. Every every little message, every little heart, every little share, it means so much. Because especially because I feel like we created this podcast not only for you and I, but also for those we love. I told one of my girlfriends the other day, I was like, you are the target audience. <laughs> like, if you don't like it, please tell me because this is it's for you, essentially. <laughs> no, and I got a message from a friend and he was like, oh, it was so soothing to listen to you guys. And when he said that, oh. I was like, you know, this is actually a great way for us to give our little friendship pep talks to all our other friends mm-hmm. that we might not be in touch with right now. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is for you. We're looking at you. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited for today's episode. Like I said, we will be releasing this around Valentine's Day. So when I saw that that date was creeping up on us, I told Danny, there's nothing I love to talk more about than love, relationship, mm-hmm. honestly, just love. Not that I am any sort of professional in that field, but I'm very, very whoa whoa sorry i should retract that and say romantic love again still no don't come for my friend Cass. whoa 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 whoa. i was like hold hold the phone um what what does an expert make but like you know whatever Mm -hmm. it's just i'm sure somebody who has done research and written books and like i don't know conducted tests i'm sure that makes quote unquote a Come on, such a such a beautiful, wild, wonderful, crazy thing. Love. Who who's an expert? And like, who care? I don't need to be an expert. I still want to hear from you in all regards. This is so. true. Oh, love yeah. and adore you. But you know what? That's actually a very great segue into the topic that I prepared. So when I was thinking about Valentine's Day, and as I often do, because I am a hopeless romantic, and I was thinking about relationships. Wait, I didn't know this about you. I didn't know you were a hopeless romantic. I am a hopeless yeah. romantic. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think I know. Well, I mean, clearly it was a surprise to me. I just had a reaction to it. But no, like, I love that. No, I know very much. I would say very confidently that I know that you love love just across mm-hmm. the board. Hopeless romantic. Do I know hopeless romantics? Maybe I just don't know that my friends are hopeless romantics. I don't think I've ever been one. So it's really cool to hear yeah. you share that. Anyway, wow, I'm interested. I'm listening to your podcast at this point. Please continue. <laughs> No, that's literally perfect because that's what I was thinking too. I was thinking, I don't know many hopeless romantics. And I do think I know it's very much at odds with other personality traits of mine. And when I compare myself to other people in my life, I would say I'm still the more cynical of everybody else. But what I was thinking about is how Valentine's Day is, again, one of, I think a lot of holidays do this, but obviously it brings to the forefront of people's minds love and partnership and like finding the one. Those are all questions that people face in different ways. But what I always find myself thinking about is how in the search for finding quote unquote the one or your like life partner, I wonder how many people are driven more by the fear of being alone than just wanting to find their person. Does that make sense? A hundred percent makes sense. Yes. I used to think that was something that maybe people grew out of, or maybe it's the different relationships that they've seen in their life. I know a lot of people who are both in really healthy relationships And I know a lot of people who have led really fruitful and supportive and fulfilling lives alone. 
And so Mm -hmm. I think that has kind of molded my view of love and partnerships. I'm really glad that in high school or college, I was never that girl who was, I need to be in a relationship. That was always kind of hard for me to grapple with when I would see people who needed to be in a relationship just for the sake of being in a relationship. Because I was like, but is this person adding to your life? And if they're not adding to your life, if it's the opposite, why are you almost diminishing yourself and your needs and your wants just because you don't want to be alone? Because now I've come face to face with the idea that I think I would rather be alone than be with the wrong person. Because to me, being with the wrong person feels like I'm sacrificing myself and the things that I know to be true about me. Oh, this is so good. There's so much to unpack there. I'm really excited by this. I think we should talk about what our current status, like Mm -hmm. relationship status is. I am newly engaged. I have known my partner for a total of... 15, 16 years. We met because his sister, who it's his older sister, because like I'm four years older than that man, y'all. I love to hear it. (laughs) She brought me to her house to meet her mom. We had been hanging out as friends and like got really close really fast. And in that, I met her brother and was like, who, whomst is that? I'm so interested. And then she and I were friends. We were friends. We're still friends. And I was just there for like all the family hangs. I I hit on him so hard for quite a few years. And I kept telling him like, when you're 21, I'm like, look out. And then he says to this day that he never knew. He's like, I didn't know you liked me. I'm like, okay, okay. I was like, how many hand massages can one person ask for? Like in a flirty way. I was like, come on. I hope people are are taking notes right now. The way (laughs) to find their mans is by being like Danny. Um, Hand massages. I mean, it was, I'd say, no, don't follow. It took me years. I played the long game here and like literal years. And then he, he was 21. I was, we're like three-ish, four-ish years apart. So I was 24 at the time. I literally, I I made up an excuse to go to his house for something. He was living on his own at this point with his roommates. And I put on like the sexiest red dress I could possibly find and went over to like just casually pick something up. And he was like, it was in that (laughs) moment that I was like, uh, I'm no longer seeing like my sister's friend. I'm seeing like her. And I was like, oh, okay. So so it worked. The red dress worked. worked. You know what? I still have that dress. I will put it on. It's it's in storage. Please do. (laughs) Please do for the content. Then we dated for two years. We lived together. And then we broke – well, he broke up with me. I like to make that very clear. I like to give a little guilt there. But he totally, (laughs) totally made the right decision. Made the – I'm so – like knowing him as an individual, I'm like – I'm just so proud that he did that. It was absolutely the right call, even if I was stubborn and didn't want it. He made the right call. And so then we remained friends for the next five years, like true homies. You know, we would talk okay. about our dates. This five is when I moved years. to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. This is when I moved to okay. San Francisco. This is when I was in San Diego. And anyway, he came to visit me in San Diego. And he was like, you, I'm like, like, really, like, I like, like you. And I was like, no. And it, it took me so long to wrap my head around it. Cause I was like, no, we're bros. Like we're bros. And then I thought about how I, I stopped looking, I stopped making a list of like, I want, cause I was dating in San Francisco and San Diego. And I was like, I want them to be six foot five. And I want them to have brown <laughs> hair and scrub, you know, like I, <laughs> I, I want, you know, not I much had, has changed in the dating world in <laughs> terms of what people are looking for. It's still that. Listen, it's a great look. It's a great look. Like, I mean, come what on. can I say? 
like, let me climb you like a little tree. But anyway, I, <laughs> I had, I had all these, like, I had all these qu- not qualities, the list. I just had a list of, yes. of things, of requirements basically. And then I stopped that and I started thinking about, okay, wait, how do I want to feel? Like, how do I want to feel when they come home? How do I want to feel when we're in a fight? How do I want to feel when we're just like brushing our teeth next to each other? How do I want to feel when I've had a bad day and I come to them with something? Like, I really started to think about embodying what it would feel like to have this partner or like how I want to feel with this partner versus I want them to look like X, Y, Z. And I would meditate every morning and then I would have a little manifestation moment after that of like, how does it feel? Think about it. Like what comes up? And a lot of the times I would be like, you know, I'd feel safe with them, like how I did with ER. Or I'd be like, you know, I'd feel silly with them, like how I did with ER. ER is my fiance's name. Spoiler. Spoiler (laughs) Um, alert. (laughs) it was kind of crazy because then he reached out and was like, well, I can come. Actually, there was a guy that I I had dated, like dated is almost even too strong of a word. He'd come to see me from Tucson and I really, really liked him. And then he was like, no, we're not, I don't want to, I don't want to get into this like relationship thing. And I was really bummed by that. And ER was like, I'll just come out. And so I was like, okay. And then we just kind of, we kind of fell back into the relationship and then that did not work out well because we were treating each other like we did in the past. We were tre- we were treating mm-hmm. our our current selves like our past selves. We've just changed so much, and so there was a lot of like friction when we first got back together. At first, it was like fun and whatever because mm-hmm. we were long distance, and so he would come to visit and it was like, oh, let me show you Santiago. Um, <laughs> you know that was all like really fun, and yeah. then I moved back to Tucson, and then I was like, I hate it here. It's so hot. I don't want to be here, and. I don't even like you, I don't think. <laughs> like, and I can't so then, remember. Yeah. So that I was like, you took me away from my favorite city, which he didn't. I made my decision. But when we were living together, there was like a ton of friction, and we realized that we were stuck in these old thought patterns of when we dated previously, and we really needed to get to know each other presently. Once we kind of figured that out, and once we started, we went to a couples therapist. We started reading these books together, the Gottmans, G-O-T-T-M-A-N-S. They, it, just books by them in general. Love okay. them for relationship stuff. Then our relationship started to really blossom. And I was like, oh, I like you. Like, that's a really nice feeling. I love you. I've always loved you, but I actually really like you now. And then, you know, just like other emotions started to come up where it was just like in love and all that kind of stuff. And so it's been it's been a journey. He put a ring on it last year, end of last year of 2023. So, and I'm so excited. I'm so freaking excited for you too. I mean, I haven't even spent that much. I haven't spent pretty much any time with ER, but just by Mm. virtue of knowing you and seeing him pop in and out and of our video calls and I'm so happy. I'm just, there are some people you see and you're like, oh, that, that's what it's about. Not to put it on a pedestal because I know it's very tricky when people do that. And I try to be very conscious of not projecting onto other people's relationships. And Hmm, you never know the full story of people. But I think it's a beautiful thing to see your friend, somebody that you deeply care about and see them happy. And that's how I feel when I see you in ER. Yeah. Oh, and I'm also very honest about it too. Like uh, yeah. there's times, you know, like I'm not just like, oh yeah, everything's good. Everything's great. Like we've we've gone to, to hang out with friends and our friends knew that it was going to be he and I, and then I'll just show up and they're like, where's the art? And I'm like, honestly, we were not getting along. He was really bothering me. And I was like, if you're not going to bring the vibe higher, don't come. And they're like, okay, got it. Because I'm so like, I'm not about trying to like bash my partner or talk poorly about them or or 
or open up beyond what we're comfortable opening up to other people about at all. But he knows that like, I'm not going to go there and be like, oh, he's not feeling well or like, oh, he just got caught up in this or that. I'm like, no, we weren't getting along. And and I think it's a healthy thing too, because I know it happens to others. Like I know there's other couples out there who were maybe not getting along, but still showed up together because it was like, well, we both said we would go. And then there's just this like resentment, (laughs) like at the party or whatever. like bubbling feeling. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, no. And we can we can resolve this at a later time. Like, let's table this. I want to go have fun with friends. Like, you know, whatever. And we've we've done that with family dinners too, where I'm like, hey, uh, we're not seeing eye to eye, and I'd rather not put on a happy face and do this. You know, and it's not like it happens often, but it definitely has happened. So I very much appreciate you sharing the admiration that you have for our relationship because I feel it too, and I also, as much as I possibly can, keep it as authentic as possible because I don't want to put on this facade of oh. Harsh. Like we're just so good, but you know, <laughs> we sleep in separate beds or, you know, whatever it might be. Like we don't, we don't sleep in separate beds just so we're clear. I think that's even what's more admirable and what's something, I think that's what other people are searching for to find somebody that you can trust enough that even when you hit bumps in the road, when there are days when you're like, I just can't stand you. I am not aligned with your vibe right now. I'm not aligned with the energy. But I think people younger than me and like in my generation have this tendency to the first sign of trouble, it's like black or white. This person's not for me. I mm-hmm. must jump ship. It's it's done. And I think it's been really fun to see people in real relationships because I was brought up in a culture for better or worse. Um, I would say worse mostly, but Asians don't talk about their feelings. Asians are very much about protecting what you look like to the outside world. And so even if you're arguing at home, even if there are problems in your relationship, you do not show that to other people. And like you said, I think it's not like we're out here trying to air all our dirty laundry and we're not trying to put our problems and arguments on blast. But I think it's been very refreshing to see people kind of be like, no, I have a lot of love for my partner, but listen, relationships take real work. It's never Mm going to be smooth sailing. And what I've come to learn is that the type of relationship I at least would aspire for is one where you feel that safety. We can work on this together and it's okay if some days you have problems with me. Some days I have problems with you, but as long as we're down to talk it out, I would much rather that than having a relationship where you don't talk it out at all, but you're maintaining this sort of pretense, which I think goes back to what I was saying, kind of diminishing what you know you need or are looking for just because you don't want to look like you're alone or you don't want to be alone and whatever that means to you. Is that really the worst thing that you could be alone? No, I know. I think the worst thing to me is being with someone and feeling lonely. There's such a difference between being alone and being lonely. And I've been in relationships and have felt lonely and I've been alone and have not felt lonely. I'm also big recovering hyper-independent gal over here, super hyper-independent. I was like you. I didn't feel the need to have relationships Mm -hmm. and I would frequently leave them because I was like, no, no. Like, I was like, eh. And that was the other issue. Yeah, I mean, I told you in a podcast not too long ago that I, ER was like, I like country music. I was like, oh, it's over. (laughs) I can't. That's one of my favorite things I learned because I related to that so deeply where you were like, oh, is that it? 
I mean, it was tr- truly, truly. I really did consider that, like, maybe that wasn't the right relationship for me, which was just wild. And then I like country music now. Like, not all of it, but I do like some songs, okay? For me, it wasn't this concern of growing old or, like, growing old and alone because I was like, ER and I even had this conversation where I said, have we as a society been tricked into thinking that the ultimate is being with someone? Like, with someone in a romantic relationship? Yeah. And he's kind of like, what, 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 <laughs> you know? And I'm like, <laughs> what well, are you asking me right now? <laughs> yeah, what are you, what are you trying to say right now? Um, but this was when we were having really, really, really rough patch. And I said, well, mm-hmm. what's the benefit of being in a relationship with someone? Usually it's because people want to have children. We don't want to have children. So then I'm like, then what is it? You don't grow old alone. Cause I have friends who I could absolutely see them being on board with us coexisting together in a very platonic way and like grace and frankie you know that, yeah, that yeah, show yeah. on netflix yeah. i was like yo they cracked the code like that's <laughs> that's the ultimate that's it uh, yes i don't know like have we just been tricked to think that this is it this is the way or this is what it needs to be because i could see myself like i said being very happy having a platonic friendship or coexisting with someone and like maybe dating every once in a while here and there i don't know but yeah yeah, i'm so not down with being in a relationship just to be in a relationship i also don't think i know anyone in my life who is like that it'd be really interesting to hear from somebody who like feels that way Mm -hmm. yeah like the hyper independence in me it was it was actually harder to get me to be in the relationship like especially with er especially because it was like i saw the potential of us having having a lifelong partnership and I was like oh do I want that like am I sure I don't know and now I'm like hell yeah you're my best friend because of the work that we've done and now I really do know what it means to do work on a relationship like before I thought it was just oh yeah you're in a relationship and it's work and now that I've actually done work in a relationship oh my gosh but what's so cool is we really do get to enjoy the fruits of our labor all the work that we've done in 2023 has like risen the vibrancy, the the love, the bar for our relationship yeah. so that our normal, even if we're not putting in so much work to the relationship, our normal is awesome. It's great. Like oh. we could let it be on autopilot for a while and it would be – it'd be. It, but before it was not. Before it was like – it was bad. Yeah, it is a it is a choice. It's 100% a choice. And yeah, it's exactly. a, a, a lot of work. Or I, I shouldn't say it is a lot of work. Every, I don't think that's true for everyone. But in my experience – it has been a lot of work and it has been absolutely worth it. And now I have my best friend who I get to be like, oh, that's a cool sunset. And he's like, that is a cool sunset. And that's it. Like that's that's what I love about being in this relationship is being able to share yeah. life with this person. What happens to from, – from my experience, from what I've witnessed that people close to me have experienced is I think they hit that point your first breakup with ER or when ER broke up with you, the very first one. Mm-hmm. And, Thank you for the correction. You know, I'm here backing you up just so that ER feels like the tiniest <laughs> bit of guilt. No. <laughs> Joking aside, it's really good what he was able to do. What I've seen is that's the point where people are unable to walk away because even if they know that something isn't right, they have a small taste of what could be right and they're not willing to sacrifice that because what if that was my one shot? But Mm -hmm. I really love that ER took the chance. Listen, you guys could have not ended up together, but you did and that's the magical part of it. But you ended up together after you had taken some time to do what you need to do on your own or dating other people. And then when you guys came back together and you realized you're like, yeah, we're different versions of ourselves, but we're still going to give it a shot. Like there was something before. We just need to get to know these new versions of each other. That's 
what I keep on, what I try to impart to my friends when they're really struggling. And I see that they're struggling because they know that this is not the right person for them right now. The one thing that's holding them back is the fear of A, being alone, and then the fear of not finding another person that they'll have that type of connection with. When Mm -hmm. then when I step back and we talk about it, I'm like, but did you think that was the connection that was it for you? Or are you just afraid that it's not going to come back around? Because it will. It will if you're looking for it and if you're putting out the right energy. I really believe that. I really trust that. I do too. I really do too. And I've also been in a a long-term relationship that was not good. It wasn't good. It was really emotionally abusive, like extremely emotionally abusive. I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, on their part, just so we're all clear, I wasn't out here. <laughs> like, Can you imagine if you were like, it was emotionally abusive on my part? I did. Me. I did it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying I was perfect on the relationship at all. Like I was, I was 24. Uh, it was after ER, and I dated, and it was. I just, yeah, it was not. It wasn't good, but. I stayed in that relationship way, 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 way longer than I should have. I would say by a year I stayed in that relationship too long. I had so much anxiety. I had like truly like such strong panic attacks that I would end up in the hospital. It was really bad. It was like my body was telling me. It was trying to tell me in every way, shape or form that I needed to get away from this energy and I needed to get away from this person. And I just didn't even really think it was an option because I was like, no, I'm in a relationship with this person. I stay with this person then. And I don't know what I was going through because 18-year-old me would have never recognized 24-year-old me. And then 35-year-old me is just wants to cradle 24-year-old me. I'm like, what yeah. were you going through? Like she was lost. She was so lost. I, I remember he would threaten all the time, like, we're gonna we're breaking up, we're breaking up now. And I'd be like, No, 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 like let's fix this, you know. And then finally one day he was like, That's it, we're breaking up. And we lived together and we had dogs together. And it just something came over me where I was like, Yeah, that's that's the it right clicked. call. It cl- it really did click. And then and he was like, Well, I mean, I mean it. And I was like, I know, and I hear I actually really hear you, and I I agree. And then he was like, Well, you need to be out in five days. And I was like, okay, I, I will make, I will make that happen. And it was, it was the craziest time cast because I was working two jobs. I was in a yoga teacher training. I had the, the dogs. I had the cat. I, we had a cat too. And I had like no money really. And long story short on my birthday, it was on my 23rd. Sorry, I'm getting my, my, my years wrong, but it was on my actual birthday. (laughs) And this girl who I I'd been teaching yoga for free at a park and she and I had worked at Starbucks together. And so she, we just like kind of knew each other. She came to me and get, like opened up her palm and there was a key and she was like, you have a home with me. We, we split the dogs up. So I took a dog and a cat lived with her, paid her virtually nothing. And she like we broke up and I lived with this uh, girl, this woman, so lovely of her. Like it was just such a kind gesture. And then that's when ER and I actually started to like kind of see each other. And what's funny is the guy that I'm talking about hated ER. He had met him and he hated Why him. did he hate ER? He, he just said that he didn't trust him and that he Oof. could tell that like I, I had never said, oh, I, I've had a crush on this person. You know, okay, okay, okay. He was like, I can tell that you like like them. And I was like, what? No, you're crazy. 
<laughs> and then we break up and then ER and I start dating. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I was having that conversation with my friend earlier today. And I think people, your partners always have a sense, male or female. I think people have a sense for energies. And I think people can see chemistry, whether or not they're able to put words to it. <laughs> there's always an inkling. My friend was telling me some, some shenanigans he's gotten himself into in his dating life. But I was like, you just need to be careful because whether or not you act on anything, Thing, your partner can sense chemistry doesn't lie that's the thing I think it people are like well nothing's actually happening but I'm like Oof, isn't it though isn't it isn't something I mean, happening exactly that's what that's what I really wanted to say I'm like yeah but chemistry honestly maybe even points to something a little harder to swallow because it's really feelings that you're feeling for each other that you haven't put words to but it's there and undeniable yeah and chemistry can be a fickle fickle thing I was gonna say I was gonna say a, a curse word and then I was like I don't want to mark this one as explicit <laughs> so I didn't <laughs> but it can be really fickle because I've confused chemistry for like love or like an opportunity and it's like yeah I I mean I, I had chemistry with this person who I mean we had chemistry okay that's what I'm really looking for not a relationship I'm looking for what Danny just expressed mm, at this point listen, in time <laughs> listen, loved every second of it but then I also didn't because it was really toxic like it was really toxic yeah. for both of us and then it was kind of like you know people talk about love being a drug and this was not love that was something that I was like oh I, I, I this chemistry is so intoxicating this is so exciting and then it's really destabilizing like it's really unstable it's really like takes a like knocks my nervous system and what's funny is then you know I get with ER and it's not that way it th this man is so safe good healthy nurturing all of these things that are really really good for my nervous system and what that confused me with is I was like oh I don't feel like I need you every second of the day or I don't feel I don't feel this like drug sort of feeling and then it took me some time to realize that I needed to unlearn that that was something that was necessary or even good in a relationship yeah. and I'm not I like we said at the beginning we're not experts okay so I don't I don't want somebody to be like I have tons of chemistry in my relationship what is this person talking about I, it's so yes. circumstantial it it's is so it it, is. It's, so I'm not like if you have these like crazy sparks with your partner and it's yeah. working out really well I'm like dude more power to you it was just something that I had to unlearn that like mm -hmm. it was a requirement for a, a yes. happy healthy long-lasting or an indicator of how yes. strong this relationship was gonna yeah. be <clears throat> yep exactly I think probably the better thing I could have said, I'm not as experienced in romantic relationships. <laughs> not that I'm not a professional. I'm just not as experienced. Have um, you heard on some podcasts they say like, I'm no doctor. And then the person will be like, well, don't sell yourself short. And I, just think that's, <laughs> I think that's so funny because it's like, funny on both accounts because of course we're not doctors and like you know whatever yeah. but I also think it's funny because podcasts just by their very nature now it's like everybody's an expert about something and yeah. Yeah, none of us are yeah. experts on anything exactly. not even close mm -mm, no it's not just romantic ones like we had a, a poll that we put on our stories about have you ever outgrown a friendship and my my sincere my very first heartbreak was losing a girlfriend of mine because there was like she she thought that I had hooked up with her ex-boyfriend. This was back in high school. That didn't happen. 
years later, they ended up getting married and, and had children. And she reached out to me to be like, hey, I know that that didn't happen. And I'm really sorry that ruined our friendship. Oh. And I was like, thank you for that. But at the same time, it was like, it's it's now we're such different people. There's no, we're not going to get back into each other's lives. But I mean, I mourned her. Like I mourned yeah. that friendship. It was so, especially because I was like, the injustice. I was like, it yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> you know, but people wrote in or a lot of people shared that they have outgrown everybody <laughs> said yeah I've outgrown yeah. a friendship and when I asked like what was how did that feel that was like heartbreak or cathartic bittersweet there's been quite a few where it's it's a really emotional thing so it's not just you know it's not just yeah. the romantic relationships there's so many relationships and and that's the thing when it comes to Valentine's Day especially I'm like I I don't know for me even when I wasn't in a relationship I did not feel sad, lonely, bitter, mm -hmm. anything about the holiday, which none of those things are bad to feel about the holiday. Yeah. If, if somebody's listening, they're like, I don't like the holiday and I'm not in a relationship and I am bitter. It's like, say it with your chest, girl or man, whoever, just say it, like, say it, like, feel, feel it. Yeah. They're valid. Yeah. Feel it. But I, I loved loving on my girlfriends. I loved hosting Valentine's day. And I think I will actually be doing it this year too. I thought about it last night. I was like, oh, Valentine's day. I should be hosting that. But yeah, like there's just so many ways. When you said that you're a hopeless romantic in general, I was like, God, I want to hear more about that because <laughs> I, I think that's a really beautiful thing and something that like I think romantic relationships are really glorified and sometimes others aren't. And it's, I love that man. I love ER with all my heart. I, he's yeah. everything to me. I need other people. Okay. <laughs> I need other people. Like, you can't be the only person in my universe. You know, I know yes. people sometimes feel that way, but I want more mm -hmm. of that love. All that type mm -hmm. of love. No, yeah. the friend breakup things really, oh, that is real and something I experienced in the past year. And it was because I now also apply that same approach of I can't keep these relationships in my life just because of time or because I don't want to be alone. I apply that to friendships as well. Like, are we still compatible? Do we still align with each other in terms of values and goals and how we're pouring into that relationship. But what's tricky about friend breakups is there's no clear protocol. I mean, obviously, I think in romantic relationships, people can feel really lost as well. But I think it's a lot easier to navigate saying, hey, this isn't working out for XYZ versus with friend breakups. I don't think we're in the practice of doing that. It just feels like, uh, like, oh, you're really looking for something to pinpoint like a faulty line in our relationship. Whereas I think some people might be compelled to be like, oh, with friendship, it ebbs and flows and you just like go with the flow. But no, sometimes you need a clean break. It's just that we don't talk about it enough. I think that's such a good thing to point out that it's like really hard to navigate like really hard and such a strong falling out or 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 the other yes. thing too is like I've had friendships where I'm like I got to protect myself my peace my my space and you are not good for that or, or like we are literally I feel like I'm working more on myself and doing a lot more self-work and you are not and you are interested in like talking poorly about people or only focusing on the negative in your life or whatever it might be and it's like who am I to come to this person and say like you know you really shouldn't do that or like you should really start yeah. working on yourself or like don't talk about it. it's like they're a free individual you know like they, mm -hmm. they need to conduct themselves however they want or they can conduct themselves however they want and it's up to me and whether or not I want to stay in that energy or in that circle and that friendship. And that's been a hard one too. I've definitely done not like ghosting, but like a slow mm -hmm. back away from a like certain a little, friendships. Like a little phase out from a mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I'm less available or I'm less communicative yeah. or, you know, just, it kind of just settles. And I feel like that's, that's been an okay thing. Like that, that, that's worked out well for me where it almost feels like both parties are like, okay, I guess that's just not 
we're not yeah we're not gonna be in each other's lives and it's like yeah that's okay i enjoyed you while you were here truly yeah exactly i really truly believe romantic or platonic the people who are meant to be in your life they will find their way back into your life Mm -hmm. it sounds woo woo but i truly do believe i had that experience with a friend in college where we kind of had a falling out and we were like real real close like this was a girlfriend for life and then we had a falling out but i didn't feel i wasn't anxious about the loss i was like a little sad but i wasn't anxious like oh my gosh I'm never going to find a friend like her ever again. I was just kind of like, you know what? I think we're just really meant to go our separate ways right now. And then I ran into her like a couple of weeks ago at a market and it was fine. There was no underlying tension or resentment. We had a great time catching up. We almost felt like we didn't have enough time. We had like so much to tell each other. Mm. But I think it was just a reminder that really sometimes there are like different seasons for relationships as well. And if we're not meant to be in the season of our lives together, that's okay. I wish you the best. And if we find our way back to each other, even more joy. But if not, you got to make room for the people that really are aligned with you right now. Yeah. Yara and I were having this conversation where I'm like, I love the amount of friends that I have right now and the the ways that I'm able to pour into each of those relationships. It feels so, it's, it's such a, place of happiness for me. And if I kept growing my friendship circle or, you know, whatever, it would be really hard to do that. It'd be hard to take care of myself. It'd be hard to take care of my friends. It'd be hard to, you know, show up for them. And it's, it's such an honor. It's such an honor to show up for my friends. It's such an honor to be there and they do it for me. You know, it's such a conducive, it feels very equal. Anyway, I don't remember where I was before the hack, but I don't think it was going to be anything too too wild um, and, and important. But you were, you had started the wind down. Listen, you and I, I never have really hard stops at this time. And I was like, oh my God, Danny's got real places to go. So <laughs> we are, <laughs> we are trying to put in place this format where we come to you guys every week with a topic. And as we do, we discuss and we share our thoughts and feelings and all the violent reactions. And then we end <laughs> it with a takeaway. And hopefully that will inspire some of your thoughts and feedback and We want you to know that our DMs are always open. We really want this to feel like a safe space for you guys to come Mm -hmm. and share your experiences, whether you're like, yeah, I felt that or no, man, couldn't have been further from the mark. Yeah, love it being more of a conversation. That that's really yeah. interesting to me, especially because the the podcast that I listen to, I, there's definitely times where I'm like, I have thoughts, like I, I want to say something, I want to say something, but like I can't really. But this one, you know, we're we're smaller and we're just starting out, and so I think that's a really mm-hmm. cool thing of like how accessible we are and how accessible uh, the conversation is for people to be included in the conversation. And we're gonna start doing. I think it will be next week. Yeah. On Tuesdays, we're going to have a prompt so that you guys can interact with the prompt and then we can use that in the next episode that we record. So it can be even more of this conversation that you guys can be involved in. What I hope you guys think about moving into Valentine's Day, no matter what you're feeling or what your relationship status is, is to really like sit down and ask yourself, what type of love do I need? And that my looking for love driven by knowing who I am as a person or am I driven by the fear of being alone? Because I really don't want people to seek things out in their life driven by fear. I hope you seek them out driven by knowing who you are, what you're worth, and what will really pour into your cup. Because then you can show up for the other relationships in your life even better. Yes. And I I think of 
a fun addition to that would be, so you said, what kind of love do I need? And then like, what kind of love feels good to me? Or what kind of love do I want to attract? Because when I think about it, I'm like, do I need a certain kind of love? Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, I think actually, yeah, there is like, I, I, I need a love that is safe. Um, mm-hmm. that's healthy. Like that there are some things that I, I actually do need. And then what I think of is like, what kind of love do I want to feel? What kind of love do I want to experience? What kind of love do I want to receive? No, I like that phrasing. What type of love do I want to receive? Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Where's Our Intern, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can join the conversation by following us on Instagram and TikTok at Where's Our Intern Pod. And last but not least, if you really, really enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. It would absolutely make our day. Till next time. Thank you.